0: Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that the salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. As we come into the holiday season from now through Christmas, I'll be covering the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ in anticipation of Jesus' imminent return. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself, Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. God came down from heaven to save your life if you believe. God maneuvered the Roman world around to fulfill prophecy. Jesus needed to be born in Bethlehem, as the prophet Micah foretold. In Micah 5, verses 2-3, to But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. So how to get Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem, the city of David from Nazareth where they were living. David, of course, was their ancestor. So our story continues, we're in Luke chapter two. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinus was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. We just had a census taken here in America. I can just imagine having to go back to where you were born or your ancestral town to have the census taken. I'd have to go all the way back to Puerto Rico, but my ancestors are from Spain and Portugal and a slew of other places. So that's interesting that they had to do that in Israel, in the the Roman Empire. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Was Jesus born in a cave, a stable, or a house? We don't know for sure, but it really doesn't matter. What matters is that he was born in Bethlehem that fulfilled a Jewish prophecy. And who are the first people to hear about the birth? Not kings or, you know, princes Lowly shepherds, the lowest class citizens in the area. The shepherds and angels. Verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid or fear not. He said, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astounded, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Mm -mm. Notice that it says peace on earth, but not to the whole world. It's to those with whom God is pleased. Which begs the question, is God pleased with you? Have you surrendered your life to him? Do you worship him only? Do you give him the glory? let's see what's next. Jesus is presented at the temple. Verse 21, eight days later when the baby was circumcised, he was Jewish, he had to be circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. So their offering was the typical offering for a poor family. And that's from the book of Leviticus, Leviticus 2.8. And that reads, If a woman cannot afford to bring a lamb, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One will be for the burnt offering and the other for the purification offering. The priest will sacrifice them to purify her, and she will be ceremonially clean. Jesus' family had to follow the law so he could be presented to fulfill the law think about there. Prophecies fulfilled verse 25. At that time there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple. And he is the glory of your people, Israel. Jesus's parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. Okay. So when you think about that, like, well, no, she never ate. Well, no, she did eat. She must have eaten like maybe once a day, probably an evening meal. But she, you know, she was constantly praying and fasting. And the idea of of fasting is that you're you're giving up, you're sacrificing food um, to get closer to God. Um, okay, so she came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God, and she talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem when jesus 's parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. there, the child grew up healthy and strong, he was filled with wisdom. And God's favor was on him in my father's house. So, we're a few years down the line here. Verse 41 Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple sitting among the religious leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding And his answers, his parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. (laughs) And Jesus replies, but why did you need to search? He asked, didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them and his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. It's Luke chapter 2. In Hebrew his name is Messiah Yeshua, Jesus Christ. He fulfilled all the prophecies of the Old Testament. And if you click on over to my blog, I have some other articles going deep, digging deeper into um, Jesus fulfilling Jewish prophecies in the Old Testament. But altogether, it simply comes down to God came down from his comfortable home in heaven to a smelly, lowly stable. Why? To save the world. As we read in John 3 16, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation. Receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen any minute now. This is what you have to do. Invite Jesus into your heart. If you're not sure how to do that, you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, Invite Jesus into your heart. And also at the bottom of the blog, I've embedded two more recent Christmas uh, carols or Christmas songs, How Many Kings and Mary Did You Know? Listen to them. Take in the words, take in the meanings of, of these songs because they tell the story, the story of when God came down to save our souls. Solely there, Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious solely their gloria, to God alone be the glory.